Hi, love. It's April Skye, certified spiritual life and dharma coach for moms, and this is the Wake Up Mama podcast, the most raw and awakening podcast for moms that is here to teach you the many ways in which you can unearth your magic and uniqueness in this world. Holy shit, I'm excited for this episode. (laughs) Welcome to episode five of the Wake Up Mama podcast. Now, full disclosure, I'm supposed to be packing right now. My husband and I leave very early tomorrow morning for Tulum, and all my shit is staring at me right now uh, in my office. (laughs) I had it on the schedule for Saturday, then I moved it to Sunday. Then it shifted to Monday, and now here we are, late Tuesday afternoon. April still hasn't packed her shit. Shocker. Maybe next trip. You guys, welcome back. I am so excited that you are here on this episode. Been loving all the feedback, the comments, the shares, the downloads. You guys are incredible. Thank you so much. Today's episode is actually really fun and really special. A, I'm going to consider it my birthday episode because Thursday, April 28th, I turn 34 years old and I'm going to be sharing the most important thing that I have learned to date. I'm sure I'm going to outdo myself someday because as we grow and we expand, we keep learning new things and we keep outdoing the knowledge that we once had. Someone who tells you that they've seen it all, they know it all, They're full of shit. Until the day that we die, we are learning, we are growing, we are expanding. Okay, so I'm just going to get right into it. But first, I'll give a little bit of backstory. So I'm going to take off my glasses. Those that have known me for a while know that I've been on a personal development or growth journey really since my son was born almost eight years ago. Those that don't know me, well, now you know that fact. Um, I'm slightly addicted to self-connection. I would almost deem myself what I do professionally as a self-connection expert. There's always more layers to peel back. There's always more to learn. And so rewind, I don't even know, maybe four years I'd been a single mom for probably about a year at this point, and I remember just constantly being frustrated that I'm like, what the hell? I've learned so much. I'm doing all the things, you know, quote, I feel like I'm supposed to be doing, but I still feel like they're suffering. I still feel like I'm screwing up. I still feel like there's things that aren't really going my way, like where, when am I going to reach this, you know, quote, ease that I see on Instagram or I see online or that I read about or that I hear about? Like, what's wrong with me? What am I not doing right? Fast forward many years later, same thing. It's like I was growing, I was improving, I was healing, I was expanding, but bad things were still happening and I was still screwing up and I would get really down on myself when those experiences would happen or when something wouldn't work out the way I had hoped it would work out or the way I had manifested it to work out. And then it was, I want to say probably two years ago, I was sitting in counseling, just, you know, talking my counselor's ear off because we all need a safe space to be able to verbally process, especially me. I'm a self-projected projector. Those that are familiar with human design, if you're not, we'll talk about that more later. But I especially process 
verbally. And so I'm sitting there talking with her about who knows what issue or problem. And she's like, April, have you read the book When Things Fall Apart? I was like, no, but it sounds great. She's like, okay, go down to the bookstore, get your earliest convenience and buy it. I love buying books from bookstores. P.S. It's just, yeah, it's different than Amazon. But so I go and I buy the book. And I don't know, it probably sat on my shelf like many of my other books for months, months, who knows how long. And um, finally, I pick it up. This was when it was still just my little guy and I. And I start reading it. And I start digesting it. Now, it's slightly heavier reading. So for books like this, I like to take it pages at a time, sometimes paragraphs at a time. So it took me quite a while to work through this book. But the aha moment or the words that I personally needed to hear that changed the entire trajectory of my life was, and I'm going to paraphrase this, I'm not going to directly quote it, is basically that the human experience is not meant to be flawless. It's not meant to be perfect. That's essentially bullshit. Those are not the words she used. Those are the words I'm using. (laughs) And it's not only unrealistic, but it's not possible. The human experience has suffering and pain and frustration and healing and friction. And for some reason... We have grown to think that, no, once you get your shit figured out, once you know you have the perfect morning routine or the perfect body or you're drinking enough water or you're, you know, eating the disgusting green smoothie or you're saging yourself enough, whatever it is, you're going to hit this part of your life where it's just smooth sailing. Everything's perfect, wonderful. You're making all this money. Everything is Instagrammable, blah, blah, blah. And that's not true. No matter how in flow or aligned or healthy or balanced we are, there's still going to be moments of setback or despair or frustration or heartbreak. And that is a part of the human experience. It doesn't mean that you suck or that you're failing or that you're not doing something right or you need to be doing more of this or you need to be doing more of that. A lot of times when you're already doing the work, you're already living a life in alignment with who you truly are, what you truly need, you're meeting your non-negotiables, you're living life in accordance with your dharma, you're leaning into human design, astrology, etc. Even then, there's still going to be things that happen that you're not very excited about. It doesn't mean that you've done anything wrong. It's just, again, it's a part of the human experience. Now, I will say that if you are someone that's newer to the concept of dharma or to living a life more self-connected or in alignment, then yes, you may have more resistance in your life than say someone that is aware of their dharma and is living in alignment with what their mind needs, what their body needs, etc. That's probably for a whole other podcast. (laughs) But moral of the story It doesn't matter how connected, healthy, in tune you are, there's still going to be suffering. There's still going to be imposter syndrome. There's still going to be self-doubt and saying, fuck it, I give up. I'm working at Target. (laughs) 
I can't tell you how many times I've told my husband that. And I'm actually going to shift now. So I will put in the show notes a link to this book because I promise you, you're going to want to read it. It is heavy. It's heavier reading, um, but just paragraphs at a time, pages at a time, and just absorbing what you need to hear right now. So I'm actually going to, let's see, turn to this first page that I puppy dog eared, and I'm going to read it for you. Generally speaking, we regard discomfort in any form as bad news. But for practitioners or spiritual warriors, people who have a certain hunger to know what is true, feelings like disappointment, embarrassment, irritation, resentment, anger, jealousy, and fear, instead of being bad news, are actually very clear moments that teach us where it is that we're holding back. They teach us to perk up and lean in when we feel we'd rather collapse and back away. They're like messengers that show us, with terrifying clarity, (laughs) exactly where we are stuck. This very moment is the perfect teacher, and lucky for us, it's with us wherever we are. So knowing, too, that... Our shadows, our discomfort, our triggers, our pain points can teach us so much about who we are and possibly what we're holding on to that we no longer need in our bodies or things maybe from our past that we don't psychologically remember, but physically our body is holding on to. A lot of lessons to be learned in pain. And then let's see here, this last sentence I wanted to share with you. Awakeness is found in our pleasure and our pain, our confusion and our wisdom, available in each moment of our weird, unfathomable, ordinary, everyday lives. So basically what this author is doing, she's, oh, she's phenomenal. She's one of my favorites, is... She's talking about how, A, like I had referenced in the beginning, that the human experience isn't this, you know, beautiful present neatly wrapped in a bow that we see so much on social media, which is bullshit, which is why so many people have this extreme self-doubt and anxiety and depression because they're like, cool, everyone else has it figured out and I don't. How is everyone else getting, you know, to the planet bliss and I just can't get there? Well, it's because the human experience is meant to have the ebbs and flows, the ups, the downs, and the spirals. And I love what she also references how those of you that are on this self-development journey, which if you're listening to this podcast, I'm going to pretty much assume you've either just gotten started, you're getting curious with it, or you've, you know, cannonballed into the pool that is growth, like myself. But I love how she goes on in great detail throughout the book to explain the reasonings behind her and many others out there's theories, tongue twister, around the lessons that can be learned in our pain and in our shadows and in the uglier parts of us. Actually, in the method that I have developed for moms, remember I'm a certified life coach for moms, we go into our strengths Just as much as, you know, what you would quote call your weaknesses or the areas that we really want to hide away from the world. We're like, ew, that's not, that's not pretty. That's not sexy, but I'm, I'm not showcasing that. And I, 
I've been on this journey for about eight years and I still cringe at some of my tendencies or some of the not so pretty sides of myself. Now, does it mean that I want to hide it and bury it away forever? No, I want to get curious about it. And there are some qualities about myself that I personally have accepted and I'm cool with. (laughs) And there's others that I'm like, you know, I want to get more curious about this. And I either want to heal it or I want to shift it because it's impacting my life in a way that doesn't feel in alignment with who I truly am. This is a never-ending story, a continual journey. I mean, it's beautiful, I promise you. Dipping into your toes to self-development and growth is addicting. But I feel like one of the things we need to accept most is that it is a lifetime process. It's a relationship or a commitment with yourself from the day that you begin until the day that you die. And Although you get stronger and wiser and more aware and more aligned, again, there's always another lesson to learn. There's always another mistake to be made. (laughs) There's always another shift or obstacle that we can overcome. So mostly what I want you to take away from this episode is that you're doing a lot better than you think you are. And you're incredible. And... Our experience as a collective is messy and it's not perfect and that's the way it's meant to be. I know it's hard to believe that, especially because we live in this generation of perfect eyebrows and perfect hair and a perfect unrealistic butt and a perfect Instagram feed and a perfect this and a perfect that and everyone's a millionaire and everyone has a best-selling freaking book and everyone's been interviewed by Forbes. P.S. Most of the people that say that have paid for it. Full disclosure. Um, but just tune in, close your eyes, put your hand on your heart, take some beautiful deep breaths and connect back to yourself because that's where your gifts are. That's where your magic is. And however you're meant to show up, that is beautiful. No matter how messy, chaotic, or different it is. In my opinion, the more different, the better. I freaking love weird. (laughs) So you guys, thank you so much for being here with me. I love you. I am so grateful and honored. And if you would like for my birthday, yeah, I'm going to throw out the birthday card. I fucking love birthdays. If you could take just a few minutes and share this episode, go write a testimonial on Spotify, copy and paste, go put it on Apple podcast. I would be eternally grateful. As I've mentioned before, I am meant to use my voice to awaken and to change the world. And in order to do that, I want to get this messaging out to as many moms, as many humans as possible. And that starts with just simply sharing, writing a testimonial, downloading. All of those things that take minutes are so beyond helpful. And I am so thankful and grateful for you. Again, be sure to tune in next week. I will be coming at you from Tulum, one of the like biggest healing self-connection spots in the world. It's like Disneyland for me. So thank you so much for being here. And remember, you are fucking magnificent. And you were put here for a very beautiful, special reason. <laughs>